We can do either way. The only problem is rolling out the dough. It's a hard one. I can do that tomorrow, though, if you want to just have the cauliflower pizza tonight and uh, That's not going to be enough for It's chilly. Chilly? Yeah, there's physical thing of chili. Oh, a can of chili. Yeah. Do you want to get some chips? We could dip the chips into the... Andrew, the heat is blowing on my face. On my face. Fantasy football. Football. Mm. Week twelve, and I'm all alone. Got all set up, ready to do the pod. Got everything in order, and then, uh, and then Junior came down with another little tummy ache, Ow. and he bailed. To be clear, I had a fucking migraine. And uh, then we had Greg and Aaron. They were here. And uh, then I uh, don't know where they went. Lost them. Now it's just me. And it's finally my time to just like tell you guys all the things that have been on my mind. It's tough being the, the podcast host only it's only game why you have to be mad i'm not mad not mad i'm just uh you know maybe i'm maybe i'm sad just here all alone i mean my wife's she's upstairs she's wondering what i'm doing down here by myself you know maybe i'm wondering the same thing texted Bryce, asked Bryce if he wanted to be on the podcast tonight, he never responded to me, the show must go on. Oh, I feel so terrible, I'll try to make it up to you by giving you Greg. Hello? Hey, Greg's back, right? Sorry, we're just having a quick dinner discussion. Uh, You can bring us in on the discussion. Well, crisis tonight. Greg used all of the ingredients for our two Blue Apron meals last night in one Blue Whoa, Apron. Whoa, burying the lead. You guys do Blue Apron? Yeah, because I don't know how to cook. Spoiler alert. Neither does Greg. Is it worth it? Um, It is for me because I hate eating the same thing over and over again, but I have no ideas. Okay, so sorry to interrupt. Greg somehow managed to use two Blue Apron meals worth of ingredients for one? For one. We didn't have the food. We didn't, to his defense, we didn't have the menu cards, so he just improved. Okay. So now we have cheese and pizza dough. Hey, that's like two of three ingredients for pizza. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And it a pain in the ass to roll out this dough that they give you. Yeah, so you guys are not Italian. So we have one frozen pizza, but that's only enough to feed me. Selfish. So now we have to see what we had in the cupboard, and it was only chili or tuna. Hmm. And Hot dogs. we bought chips 
before the chili, but we got home and now I have heartburn and I don't feel like eating the chili. I oh, God. But I wanted to confirm with him that it was okay. We went the tuna route since we got the chips. Okay, so we have pizza dough, cheese, chips, and tuna. Yeah, well, no. We're actually just cooking the frozen pizza. Okay. Skipping the pizza dough. Yep. Got it. Do you have hot sauce? tomorrow night. And so it's frozen pizza, tuna, tartare from a can. Um, I'm hoping it's not tartare. Do you have hot sauce? Yes, but again, I have heartburns. So. Yeah, but you're you can eat the pizza, right? Well, I'm gonna pretend to share it. Uh, this is a very simple solution. What you're gonna do here is you're gonna make tuna nachos. No. Yep. You're going to put some chips really? down. You're going to put the tuna on the chips. You're going to put some cheese, some hot sauce. You're going to microwave it. The mi- it's going to smell bad from microwaving tuna, but it's going to taste great. Dude, you love microwaving tuna. <laughs> it Pepper tastes good. would wake me up every morning with the smell of microwaved eggs. This is an exaggerated so story. It's a wildly exaggerated. You wake Aaron up every morning with spilled coffee from a Keurig that is like supposed to handle that all for you. Yeah, because I'm trying to take the dog out, get my stuff ready, and leave without waking her up. Aaron, can we get an update? Since airing your grievances, has has Greg tightened up his Keurig game? Yeah, I was gone. I went to Dallas last week, so it's been a while. Okay. All right. We'll we'll check back next week. We went to Philadelphia the week before that. With Dirk. The Dirk. Did you see the Liberty Bell? We saw the Liberty Bell. There was actually like a uh, an alt right. Uh, oh no! That day. Yeah. Um, what were they so protesting? They, I have no idea. The caravan. Uh, it was the. It was literally a group called the Proud Boys. Ooh, and hell yeah! There was a. Um, there was so much security. We had to go through twice. We had to go through twice through metal detectors and like I had chapstick in my pocket and they oh, grabbed it. Yeah. And they're like, what is this? Did you get tackled? Like, it's chapstick. Yeah. We even get to go into uh, the place where they signed the Declaration of Independence, uh, Independence Hall because there was such a line for just getting security. Hmm. Wow. So we went clubbing with Dirk. We, we looked like a... Uh, you know, we looked like some grown-ups going to the club, popping bottles. Oh, I think that's like the opposite of grown-ups. Yeah, for sure. But we we are dressed up pretty grown-up. Oh, okay. It was like a it was like a high high society kind of deal. Were you? Oh in, my god, it was so douchey. It was hilarious though. We had fun. Were you in like the was, financial district? Yeah, and we were in like this old warehouse. Dirk's like, I gotta got this place. It's an old warehouse. And it turns into a nightclub. So we're like, <laughs> isn't that like a right, isn't that like go. an SNL skit? Uh, yeah. That's doesn't like, doesn't that's Bill Hader like play that little weirdo? He's like, if you're, if you're looking for New York's hottest nightclub, Dirk has a warehouse that turns into a nightclub. Proud Boys is a male-only white pride group that uses political violence to push the alt-right agenda. Proud Boys is a really interesting term that has always confused me because I don't understand if that is a compliment or like a derogatory term. So these guys were calling themselves the Proud Boys? Yeah. So that must be like a good thing for them because when I was young... 
uh, I went mini golfing, uh, which was something that we did often in Tahoe. Bryce was there. And uh, there were like some rival mini golfers that were like starting some shit with our little clique. And they were older than me. They were probably Bryce's age. And they kept calling me Proud Boy. And I was just really fucking confused because like, from the tone, I knew that they were like making fun of me, but I just didn't understand it at all. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. They were like, "Oh yeah, what's up, proud boy?" I, like, I just don't understand. What am I proud of? Why is this a bad thing? And then I think some like French guy, or maybe it wasn't a French guy, maybe a water polo guy. I don't know. There was almost a fight. Classic mini golf. You know how it goes. You're a fucking cake eater. You know that. Oh God, am I ever? Um, speaking of almost a fight, I've been I've been wanting to get this topic out there. It's a shame that uh, Keith has a stomach ache again, migraine, and he can't be here for it. But we have to talk about amateur home wrestling. Um, yeah, for sure. It's a uh, it's, it's a pastime that I feel like every kid. At least if they grew up in the like from the '98 to 2004 uh, era, they definitely did some backyard wrestling. Did uh, Did you record anything? Uh, for sure, no. Uh, our dad had a strict. Uh, so my dad, when I was younger, sold insurance. Uh, he does finances now; doesn't do insurance. But he used to have our friends sign a waiver by their parents before actually going on our trampoline. <laughs> True story. He'd so, send like a permission like, slip home. I swear to God. Was it on like official slip. like letterhead? Kessler Investments and Insurance letterhead. <laughs> going going home to parents saying like your son and daughter or definitely probably just your son, uh, but like uh is going to be using our trampoline. If he or she gets hurt, then it's not our fault. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, did anybody wow. get hurt? Oh, for sure. Uh, my brother broke a toe. I broke a. I broke my elbow. Um, we were doing. Uh, do you remember the movie Three Ninjas? Katie broke her elbow on a trampoline. No, oh, there you go. Uh, you but the yeah, movie of Three course, Ninjas? I remember fucking Three Ninjas with Tum Tum. Fucking Tum Tum. Rocky loves Emily. Ugh. Everyone always forgets about Colt. He was clearly the best of the three. Don't fucking at me. Uh, so I was doing the Rocky Loves Emily chant to my brother because they were like the very same same age. And uh, he like did like a Russian leg sweep and I just landed right on my elbow. Fucking cracked it. On like the side of the tramp or on the ground? On the ground. So you went over the edge. Yeah. You would have been eliminated if this was a Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble! Uh, we we video recorded the vast majority of our home wrestling. Uh, everything we had intros. We had oh, shit. We had uh, like personalities. Um, yeah. When we were like really young, the first ones that we were recording, this was still like a handheld uh, camcorder that was big enough that you actually inserted like a VHS into it. Yeah. Shoulder holder. Yeah. It was a shoulder holder. It was this big fucking thing. That's, that's how we, we got our start. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the, at the very beginning. So Keith, 
uh, and this is Keith Jr. He had a, I don't want to call it a stuffed animal because it's not an animal, but it was a Ric Flair stuffed, like a stuffed Ric Flair doll. Yeah, did the ones that talked when you hit them or? It didn't talk, but it was like big, so he could like wrestle it. Yeah, battle buddies. It was called a fucking wrestling buddy. Battle buddies were for poor people. I mean, WCW fans. Like he could do a uh, suplex to his, and he would have wrestling matches with the Ric Flair doll. Sure, yeah. So my brothers are a lot older than I am, so we didn't get to like, as we grew older, uh, when wrestling was really popular, I only pretty much wrestled with my Diamond Dallas Page. Nice. uh, Battle buddy that talked, and he said like, oh, my nose! (laughs) And then like my Bret Hart one. Yeah. Uh, So I had two. They're my only friends in life, so. That's cool. Um. We had we had different arenas. One of them was we called it Windy City, and what what this looks like is it's just a blanket on the ground, and then we took all like the the house like the fans in the house that you plug into the wall, and we just put them all around it and turned them all on high, and just nice. fucking wrestled on the blanket uh, yeah. with all the fans. That was Windy City. Obviously, uh, what was the other one? I can't remember any of the other ones other than that, but that was like super early. That was when we were real young. Um, that might've even been before we were videotaping like entrances. The first entrance I can remember participating in, I don't know what my character's name was, uh, but I came into hard knock life or is it, is that what it's called by Jay Z? By Jay Z. Yeah. I came into that. Uh, just probably just like basketball shorts, no shirt. I think I had a, uh, UNC Tar Heels hat on. Sure. And just fucking like mean mugging. Sure. Um, and that was my deal. And then Ryan, my oldest brother, just proceeded to like power bomb me all over the guest bedroom. Uh, that was the first intro I can remember, but we fucking ramped it up from there. Yeah. We, we did, uh, we had, a, I worked at the summer camp for like all four years of high school and, uh, every last day of the summer camp, there would be like a talent show and the counselors would put on like a, a wrestling match. Ugh. And uh, I was Bobby Light. Uh, that was your the, name? The, yeah, Bobby Light going to do you right, um, which was made famous by Robin Big. Um, and I had an arch nemesis named Big Yellow. Okay. Uh, my friend Evan, who was, he was saw at the wedding, uh, he was Big Yellow and he, you know, he came out to uh, the Shawn Michaels. You think wow. I'm sick? Yeah. You think I'm sexy? I got the looks that drive the girls while I got the moves. Yeah, Keith Jr. is rolling in his uh, upset tummy grave right now. Shawn Michaels is his favorite wrestler. And you got the song a little bit wrong, so he's going to be upset about that. But yeah, I forgive for you. Sure. So you were Bobby Light. He, yeah, he was big yellow. Did you have a finishing move? Um, no, because we, uh, I every time I tried doing something cool, we did it on like. Are you aware that track teams when they do like their high jump and stuff, they have those big fluffy mats? Yeah. So we do it on there, and it'd be really hard to like, oh, yeah. get like, a, a foothold on those. Yeah, super hard to maneuver so on that. Yeah. But that's the only way, like, the administration would let us do it is if we did it on that. So. Fucking administration, man. But when I did on the trampoline, I had, like, a nice a nice move that was, like, uh, um, my guy was named JJK. Uh, okay. It was 
that was my guy I always used. I always created them when I used my my uh, my PS my PlayStation. You know, game yeah. JJK. JJK, and uh, he would go, you know, just a similar to the Razor's Edge, and then go over the shoulders, and then turn it into like a Xbox uh, finisher with your face into the mat. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean. This is where we're missing Keith. He's really the wrestling historian. I'm sure he could tell you exactly what that move is called. Obviously, the powerbomb face buster. Tell us about your guy. Who was your some of your personalities? Oh man, we uh, so as it, as it got more serious, we 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 started bringing some other neighbor neighborhood kids into it, um, and so we would kind of wrestle at each other's houses, mm. and. Uh, I mean, to make these videos, if there was four or five of us participating, we all had to have, you know, multiple personalities, um, wrestle, you know, multiple matches. Some of them were much stronger than others. Uh, the, the best, uh, the absolute the cream of the crop, yeah, the cream of the crop was so Keith Jr. And I were on a tag team called the mm. Jekyll brothers nice uh jake and jack jekyll i can't remember who was you know which but uh we would used face paint and painted our faces kind of like icp clowns and then we wore like big baggy uh hockey sweaters wow and we were the jekyll brothers and i think we came out to icp uh and it was just like all hardcore all day weapons everywhere Wow. Whenever the Jekyll brothers were involved, everyone was getting smashed with cookie sheets. Mm-hmm. Uh, cookie sheets, I think hockey sticks were probably involved. There was definitely a plunger uh, that made an appearance too. Uh, but that was like, you know, that was yeah. the peak, the Jekyll brothers. That was a real deal. I had my finisher was the Impala, maybe? Close. That would be the Impaler. Is that like um, one of those vampire dudes? I think did it. Uh, Val, oh, uh, not Val Venus. Uh, Gabriel. Holy shit! No, you're thinking of Gangrel, uh, but Christian performed the Impaler. That was my finisher. Is the Jekyll brother? You always did it onto a beanbag so that their nice. face would land on a beanbag. Yeah. Um, but so that was like the 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 cream of the crop is macho man said. And then the, the worst example, I think one of Keith's personalities, his name was just or man. Mm. And he would come out with a wooden ore, and that was it. Classic. Classic. Keith. That was the, the whole shtick. His name was or man. And he had an ore, and he would just like come out and like show everyone his ore, and then just get his ass beat. But lots of cookie yeah. sheets. Hey, I it's I figured Keith would come out with like a calculator or something. Yeah, I don't think he ever I know someone, it was either him or Ryan was like the graduate, maybe. Yeah. I want to say this is Ryan and he just put on like a high school graduation outfit cute. and he was the graduate. Uh I might have just made that up. I don't know. But no, Keith did not he was not like the accountant. Uh, we the used to firm. make uh we used to make movies when we were younger. Um that weren't about wrestling so we had a few that were, became really popular we had gay man's revenge before like being gay was a very you know a, okay, prevalent thing in society uh we had yo-yo man uh who would 
you know, take down bad guys with his yo-yo. So much better than Or Man. Um, we had the guests that wouldn't leave were my Uncle Kurt, who's kind of like this. He, he stays at people's houses for an extended amount of time. And you would just record him? Yeah, we would just record him. Like, hey, Kurt, what are you doing? Yeah. Are you recording me? <laughs> Cut that classic, out. Classic Uncle Kurt. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, other movies, though, this is really, we're starting down a rabbit hole here, but um, this will give you a little glimpse into Keith Jr.'s kind of coming of age. We were in high school, and he was in like a movie class, so he would have projects where he had to make movies and stuff. And, uh, oh, man, I got to remember the name. There were two, uh, and he actually like showed these to his class and submitted them at school and they were just wildly inappropriate. Um, I can't, one of them was, it was maybe called like wrong turn or something to that effect. It was called not quite home. And, uh, I shit you not. It was like this Bryce was in this Bryce was in this movie. And, uh, so this, this guy like calls his friend, his friend is Bryce. And he's like, Hey, I got tickets to like a giants game or something. You want to go? And he's like, Oh yeah, definitely. So the guy comes over, picks him up, they get in the car, they're shooting the shit, and then all of a sudden they're just kind of like on in a cul-de-sac, like a, that like a butts a cornfield in the middle of nowhere. And Bryce is just like, uh, yeah, what, what, what are we doing here? We're going to miss the game. And long story short, the other guy like pulls out a gun and like made Bryce suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking real thing that... Keith like created and turned in in school like so wildly inappropriate I think the guy there's no like there was no visual I think you see maybe Bryce's like head go down and then the camera like pans away and uh but then I know the guy said something to the effect of like oh you had your tonsils removed or oh, something cool. like, yeah like f- fucking vulgar stuff he did another one where like one friend caught another friend masturbating i mean some wild wild did, things uh, was bryce an alcoholic even in high school uh, uh not that i know of okay. yeah and then uh there was one other one that had th- th- something where like two guys there was a lot of gay stuff two guys were in a hot tub <laughs> And uh, I think one of them like took their swim trunks off, and I think someone ended up getting a blowjob in that one too. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds like Keith's got. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe somebody needed to like pay a little closer attention and and sit. Maybe Keith Danielle's Jr. Down, just a Yeah, for the record, Keith is straight and married, has children, and uh, he's a good guy and he has a good life. So, sure. Something. <laughs> uh, Keith, big shout out to Keith with those power rankings last week those were great yeah yeah cranberry sauce good for you what a line oh, i was almost cried yeah. I mean, you know i'm a crier but uh you know it's beautiful i'm gonna cry now just thinking about it how did aaron feel about her so hers was controversial yeah let's go straight to the source and find out i'd like to take this chance to issue a formal retraction aaron is not stuffing she's ambrosia salad I mean, there was a couple of different lines there. Uh, first, he says he doesn't like stuffing. What kind of person doesn't like stuffing? Exactly. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure Aaron loves stuffings. All if right, it's... update. I also cooked the chili. So now we got a three-course <laughs> dinner here. <laughs> it's tuna and chili? 
and so pizza. We've got, we've got a cauliflower crust frozen pizza that should just be a personal errand size, but I'm going to share it. Then we have a can of chili, which we're going to top with some shredded cheeses and dip some Tostito scoops in there. Okay. Then we got some open-faced tuna melts mm-hmm. on an English muffin with a little bit of oh. monster cheese. Wow. Is that the cheese that... It, what is monster cheese? It's got the orange tint. Yeah, that's it. what I thought. With like the... Yeah. Yeah. I got the visual now. Uh, but no stuffing. No, there's some in the fridge if we want. Aaron, how did you feel about Keith's power rankings? When it first started... We were in the car, and I said, I better not fucking be yams or sweet potatoes. I hate squash oh, and no. potatoes. Yeah. So then, you know, we're going by, we're going by. He gives himself yams and sweet potatoes. I was happy about. Good choice. Yay! Then, you know, it's getting down to the wire, and I thought for a minute he might leave stepping off of the list entirely. Which would have been a travesty. A tra- oh, absolutely. Yeah. It would have been a hate crime to the Native Americans. Of course. Sorry, hold on. I'm opening the cheese. One second. That's okay. So then when it got down to me being stuffing, yeah, I was um, personally Ooh. I was happy about it. I love stuffing. Yeah, stuffing's great. Stuffing is great. I'm with you. You need to have a little bit of crunchy bread on the top too. It can't be too mushy. Yeah, my I think I saw recipe, that you put some apples in yours. Yeah, so my yeah. family's recipe is with sausage, apples, and onions. Okay, great. It's good texture. Great. It's great. Yeah, all around good combo. So I was thrilled. Then he goes, but stuffing is disgusting. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. That's where I took offense. You should. As yeah. long as you don't think I'm a sweet potato or a yam. Right, yeah. As long as that doesn't happen. I was upset that he thought stuffing was disgusting. Yeah. That was my issue. Well, did you keep listening? I did, yes. Because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure towards the end I thought he changed you to yams. He did. Which then I was like, that's it. I, I'm taking full offense oh, to everything no. that I heard tonight. Yeah. You should. Yeah, did you send him an angry message? I didn't. Okay. Because that's what he was expecting. Yeah. So I figured I'm going to ride this one out in silence. By appearing on a podcast one week later. Keep so guessing. instead, I made stuffing on Monday. Looked good. And with every bite, I chomped down and said, this is for you, Keith Jr. Yeah. Fucking Keith Jr. Keith Jr. who would rather have bread pudding than stuffing. What fucking bread idiot. Pudding? bread pudding this is why he said he was like stuffing is just like savory bread pudding and i was like no man no bread pudding is sweet stuffing i just love katie's reaction when uh he said do you guys like uh yams or summer or winter squash or sweet potatoes and she goes i don't know i kind of confuse them all the time (laughs) (laughs) i was like that's such a katie answer yeah she was only half paying attention. She was doing like uh, I don't know what you're. She was doing like IEPs or something. Can't be mixing that kind of stuff. Um, 
But yeah, so you were cranberry sauce, and then Aaron was a roller coaster of emotions. The main food group. What? Didn't he pick rolls as a main food yes. group? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's outrageous. Bread yeah. and rolls are included in every meal. Yeah. It's not a Thanksgiving dish. Yeah, his point was just that you haven't been to a Thanksgiving where there's no rolls, but that's just a weak point. Right. I mean, like, th- you can't show up to your aunt's house on Thanksgiving and be like, here, I brought I brought the rolls. rolls. Fucking watch me. Yeah, I brought the rolls. You said bring a dish, I brought the rolls. What's the problem? And that sucking rolls. Should we usher this along? The week back. Should we usher it along to football? Yeah, let's get into the look. The look, whatever you say, the one where the when uh, two chains plays or <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, so uh, the other day uh, I was listening to the pod in my classroom, and I had it on speaker because I was grading, and uh, my back was the door, and all of a sudden it starts playing. Asshole, so I made a look back at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this girl <laughs> standing at my door knocking, and she goes, uh, "Mr. Kessler." <laughs> like, I'm just doing research. Yeah, but let's let's actually do football. We're gonna start with waivers if that works with you. Sounds great. Last show I talked about how it would make way more sense to record on like Wednesday or later and then talk about Tuesday's waivers, and I think that that's what I did, but I honestly don't remember. So this might be two weeks combined. But some previous waivers. Uh, before waivers went through, Keith Jr. added somebody called Kendrick Bourne. Mm. No idea. I don't even know who that is. Uh, and so that tells me that that was a bad play. Uh, and then also before waivers, Mark added Malcolm Brown, who's obviously the handcuff to Todd Gurley. So Bryce just continues to be asleep at the wheel here, not handcuffing his superstars and letting someone else in playoff contention uh, potentially steal his season away from him. Uh, so Aaron and I had like a like Aaron's pretty still pissed off about the way she gets treated sometimes in this league and the, the kind of the harsh things. That's fair. So. So she's been. Uh, she had a diabolical scheme that I helped her work out. Okay. Anyone who was a value on the waiver wire, uh, she just went all in on them. Yes, like, she did. Like twenty dollar bids. Very bids. Very active. So Aaron picked up Muhammad Sanu at fifteen dollars. Um. And I obviously didn't update this. Somebody bid. Four dollars on Mohammed Sanu. I don't know who it was. Uh, and then Mark bid zero dollars. So Aaron got so most so new. Yep, you got most new. And then you bid fifteen on Legarrette Blunt, and Bryce bid zero dollars. So you got Legarrette Blunt. Nice. So I'm two and zero. Um, I don't understand why Bryce, who has one hundred dollars in his Fab budget, continues to only make zero dollar bids. But he does, and so he loses. Uh, and then you put ten dollars. You, you put two dollars on Cole Beasley, and you got him because nobody else he's bid the, on. She, he's the blonde-haired, good-looking guy. I only put two dollars on him. No, nope, ten. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was like a forty-dollar waiver week for you. Yeah. Well, like Greg said, I sat there. I'm obviously out. I get a little bit upset with my luck. Um, basically. 
if anybody is on my fantasy team, their season's over. They come yeah. to my team, they get injured, they get suspended. Um, Cooper Cup yeah. towards ACL. That's great. Leonard Fournette's finally back, finally doing good. He's suspended. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 40 fucking points against me. That was rude. That was a punch <laughs> in the face. Pretty classic fantasy. Uh... Um, and I just want to say, I don't know what Keith Jr. calls it, but when you like look at the points, my record is atrocious. But my points are never that. Well, my points are sometimes not that bad. <laughs> he calls it <laughs> like the luck week, independent rankings. Too, I think I had like 150, right? Yeah, you had your best week by far. I almost always outscore Greg points wise. Yeah. But lose. We can uh we can dive into those numbers, but I'll leave that for Keith because I feel like if Keith dives into them and and they disprove your theory that there will be some fireworks and I think that's Yeah, good. yeah. Have him text good. me if it works out in my favor. I'm all in. If not, we'll pretend it never happened. Yeah. Um other waivers, Game of Jones picked up David Moore. Uh, Mark put a $0 bid, so then Game of Jones won by priority. Mark added Naheiman Himes. And <laughs> then after waivers, Keith Sr. added Colt McCoy and Curtis Samuel. So I think that brings us up to date on waivers as of yesterday. All right, is Greg ready for it? Because we're going to do uh, two chains. No, hold on. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Ass so big, I told her, look back at it. Look back at it. Look back at it. Then I put a fat rabbit. Ah, I'm just, I'm just grading papers. (laughs) Um, we're going to start with the massacre. I feel a little bit bad talking about this one. I don't mean to rub it in, but this one was me and Aaron. Uh, No way. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron scored 147 points, which was her highest point total ever and the third most in the league this week. Uh, So it was a good, a really good showing from her team, but I scored 180 points. So I beat her by 33 and uh yeah 33 that ended up being the uh the 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 massacre this week fatality <laughs> let's just get the music going right now cuz for the second week in a row i want to hear it how could this happen to me i made my mistakes got no What a fall from grace. Keith Sr., who had clinched the playoffs, was riding high atop uh, the leaderboard. Big upset. Two in a row, baby! For the second week in a row, Sons of Mitchell Trubisky upset. Uh, some pretty stout competition. Uh, originally, Sr. was projected to win by 14, and then Sons ended up winning by 9. So that is a 23-point swing. And then this is where Keith Jr. asks me how that could possibly happen. Well, let me tell you. McCall's won the Monday Night Miracle. 
Uh, like we said, once again, Greg pulled out an upset. He did it again with four starters in single digits. And uh, also, once again, Saquon Barkley flexed on his uh, opposing running backs. This week, Saquon Barkley nearly outscored Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, and Adrian Peterson combined. But uh, the real story here, this is why it's the Monday Night Miracle. Marcus Mariota and Corey Davis, that stack combined to go over 40 points. And then, of course, Keith Sr. lost Andy Dalton to the IR. Uh, So that's what happened. You feel good? I also... I also want to point out that my my highest tor- scoring player was on the bench. Yeah, Amari Cooper. What was that? Thirty four points. Yeah, you left some some big numbers on the bench, uh, and you still pulled it out. Um, but it wasn't just to be fair. It wasn't just your team having a, a great week. It never is with me. Um, <laughs> which leads us to the next thing. The crowning of the Keith of the Week, which is Keith Junior. It's a pretty simple selection here. Uh, Keith Senior, worst performance of the week. That's it. That's all it comes down to. Lowest point total. You stepped on his face. He's uh he he is not the Keith of the Week. Keith Junior is the Keith of the Week. That seems fair, right? Congratulations, Keith. Yeah. There you go, Keith. Uh, are you... Okay, hang on. I got to pull something up here. While I do that, are you willing to stand in for Keith Jr. and try to hit the drop for power rankings? Sure can. All right. So you understand how this works? Yeah. I don't want you to try to explain... I just don't want Katie to try to do it again. Try to explain the premise. I can feel the power. Rankings. Nailed it. Wow. Best performance yet, I would say. What's Aaron's not impressed. No? Aaron, come on. This guy's cranberry sauce. It was the last word. It was easy to get. <laughs> you want to do next week? No, I want Katie back. All right, we'll we'll have Katie do a, attempt another one, but I might have to explain it to her in a thousand words once again. <laughs> All right, so power rankings. I'm going to step in for Keith here. He sent them to me ahead of the time, so let's go from the top to the bottom. Everyone this week, we had some changes, right? So Keith himself, Keith Jr. and Aaron were both eliminated from contention this last week. So in sticking with what Keith Jr. had been doing previously, Power Rankings is only applying to the four teams that are still battling for that last playoff spot. But the difference is, uh, or I guess now we're doing two playoff spots because Bryce has entered into the fold. Bryce's team has been falling. And so he has entered into the fold of Power Rankings, but he has entered in at the top. So Bryce is number one, uh, but still a faller. Behind him is me at number two. Behind me is Curtis. And then, Greg, you're picking up the basement. All of us are fallers because Bryce came down like a Tetris piece and pushed Keith Jr. out and everybody down one. Um, how do you feel about being put at the bottom there um, after two upsets in a row? a lot of the times that when I get wins, they're not like... I'm not like scoring a lot of points anyway, so... 
I think I get in. I think I got a big upset coming another one this week. Yeah. Project projected to lose by I think like ten. Uh, oh, that's ripe. That's ripe for you to to make an upset. You're oh, yeah. um you're heating up, right? Two in a row. That's heating up. Yeah, I got third. The... You're on fire. Yeah. Oh my! He's on fire. It's NBA Jam, baby. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll let's let's uh take a look to what could happen next week then. How many uh, how many weeks are left? Uh. So next week is thirteen. Or I guess this week. Uh, this week is thirteen. And then, so then the next week is 14, and then after that's playoffs. So there's 16 total in our league. So we have two more uh, before playoffs. Let's take a look then at uh, the week 13 preview. All right, right off the bat. This is massive. It's Zeke and the Plumbers against Game of Jones. This is huge. This is the showdown. We are both sitting at six and six. And uh, the points, I am beating Clinton Curtis in points right now, but the points are skewed. If you remember back to his protest game where he didn't start a full lineup. Um, now I'm sure if you went back and did the math, I would still be beating him at points, even if he like had his, you know, um, like maximized his roster that week, but it's still, it's a talking point. Massive game. Um, I thought, I honestly thought the implications of this game would be bigger than they actually are. Um, I still think that they're really big, but, uh, we'll talk about how they're not, it's not definitive. It's not a definitive game. Um, but do you want to make a pick? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, you over, uh, Clayton. God, God bless you. Clayton, take that. I am going to stick with, uh, abstaining from betting on my own matches because it's been working for me. So I'm going to leave that alone. Next matchup is Get Joe Mixon versus One Girl No Cup. Well, Bryce versus you know, Aaron. Fournette. Yeah, One Girl No Cup or Fournette. Are you going to update your team name? That might be too long. I wanted to go with uh, the Reading Rainbows, R-E-E-D. Nice. Nice. Jordan Reed. Yeah. And Reading Rainbow. What was that guy's name? Lamar. Lamar. God damn it. I thought I was done having to interject. It's fucking LeVar Burton. It's not, it's not Jackson and it's not Odom. Kunta Kinte. And it's not Kunta Kinte. He was yeah, the, no, it's the same actor. He's the dude in Star Wars or Star Trek, right? Yeah, he's Correct. the guy from Roots. What is the Star Trek character's name? Oh, it's one word. It's not uh, data. Three words. Jordy La. Forge. We would not win trivia tonight. Uh, Greg, do you want to pick? <clears throat> and are you going to pick against your bride? Everyone wants to know. Oh, I'm picking. You pick an uh, E40 for the upset. Picking Aaron. 
Aaron, you are currently projected to score less than 100 points. She hasn't updated her roster yet. Okay. All right, leave me alone. Yeah. Just, it's not me. You know, this is for the people. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to also pick Aaron. Fuck you, Bryce. Do you think Kira Knightley's hot? I don't know who that is, but I'm going to say yeah. She's the girl from um, Love Actually and um, Kira. The Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, hang on. I'm going to Google it. She has like that soccer movie, Bend It Like Beckham. Put it in the Google machine. Uh, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Is that all? That's it? That's it. All right, cool. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm picking Aaron to fuck Bryce. Next matchup, Keith Sr. versus Keith Jr. This, this could easily be the showdown. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a one trumpet showdown junior. Showdown Junior. This is Derby Della Keith. It's the second time we've had it. Uh, obviously, big implications for Keith of the Week with this matchup. That's it. Uh, this is a showdown of the week. This is a waste of time game. This is a Derby Della Keith. What do you mean? This is over, brother. Keith Sr. is going to dominate this game. Keith Jr.'s checked out. Current projections only have them separated by f- less than four points, basically three points. Is Keith, is Keith Singer on the decline? Is it over? Uh, he has been slipping. Uh, last week, he kind of had some, he had buys that were hurting him because uh, he's got Tyreek Hill, who's always a big producer, and the Chiefs were obviously on buy. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's he's been in a little bit of a skid, but his team is still super strong. Um, but I'm pulling it up here. I don't think there's anything super exciting to really talk about here. Um, currently, Keith Sr. is not starting two quarterbacks. So that's a little interesting. That's very interesting. He has Colt McCoy, who he picked oh, up off yeah. waivers, so... Maybe he's going to end up starting Colt McCoy, but currently... Hook him um, horns, baby. Yeah, okay, hook him. Uh, currently in his super flex spot is Peyton Barber. So, I don't know who that is. He's uh, running back for Tampa Bay. You don't need to know. It's not. He's not that important. Um, I am going to pick Keith Jr. in this. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay, hook him. Welcome, baby. And you got senior. Got senior. All right, and then the last one is you, sons of a Mitch, going up against Mark, the fantasy wizard of the Mahomeward Browns. If you're not betting on me on this one, you're just you're just not into analytics. Didn't you, know? you just didn't you just play him two matches ago? Didn't you upset Mark two matches ago? Or am I getting my wires crossed here? No, I beat. Just fucking uh, him. I beat. Get uh, Joe Mixon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're running through the gauntlet. So you upset Joe Mixon, and then you upset Keith Sr. So you're just running right up the ladder. You took off the number three team, and then you took off the number two team, and now you're playing the number one team. And none of it is helping me make the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) It could, but not. yeah, it's not really. Uh, Currently, you guys are separated by 12. Sure. Uh, Ripe for an upset. Stay, stay in the flames. You're heating up. I'm picking you in this matchup. 
Sons of there a bitch. Sons Suck of it, Mark. All right, we got another who's a new guy. I don't like new things. I don't like it when new people come in. It is never a good thing. Who's the new guy? I don't trust him. What's his purpose going to be? All right, Greg, you want to tell us who we got? All right, so with us today, we got Dirk Cianci. He's a uh, native of Philadelphia. He's also lived in Australia, uh, the great state of Vermont, and Tampa, Florida, and now in San Francisco. And he's uh, a guy that I met in college. We snowboarded forever. Um, We had a great time in college. And we just reunited at my wedding. So he's a Philadelphia guy. We just went to Philadelphia last week with Aaron, and hopefully he had fun. So we got Dirk. Dirk, welcome. Thanks for the nice intro, Greg. I appreciate it. Dirk, are you an Eagles fan? I bleed green, yes. Okay. That's very likely going to work against you. Uh, (laughs) But you're a well-traveled man, so you could probably easily pick up a different team. (laughs) Um, But so Keith's not here. This is kind of, he usually kind of runs this segment, but uh, I my understanding is that Greg hasn't really told you much about what's going on here. Uh, basically, so we've got this fantasy league and we do a podcast with it. And one of the segments we do is interviewing potential future managers. So we've got eight managers in the league right now. And the idea is that we're, I think we're planning on interviewing four potential future managers. And then... Uh, we're all going to kind of vote on it. And I think the idea is to select two of the four. Um, and so part of that process, we've got a list of questions that we are going to ask you. And uh, <clears throat> we're just looking for your your honest, truthful opinion on them. Um, there are no right or wrong answers. Each question was submitted by a different current manager, and uh, we all might have kind of different opinions on how they should be answered. So um, just bear that all in mind. Aaron has one question for you. Okay, what's your fucking name? What's your fucking name? <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. <laughs> um, my league name or... My real name. Yeah, Aaron, I don't know. You never clarified. Okay, what's your fucking name? What's your fucking name? <laughs> I don't know. She just wants to know your name, I guess. Um, It would be Dirk. Got it. Got it, Aaron? It's Dirk, okay? Um, We're also, as we go through these questions, uh, the idea is that we're not going to give a whole lot of feedback because we don't want you to be able to kind of, you know... Uh, analyze how we're responding and then answer accordingly. Uh, so it might be a little bit awkward because you just kind of give your answer and then we just kind of move on. That's fair. But Greg, feel free to jump in and just kind of ad lib whatever you want. Sounds um, great. Cause Keith's not here. So we're just doing our own. We're just doing our own thing. All right. Without any further ado, uh, the first question comes directly from me, Dirk. And my question is, when was the last time you left a shopping cart in a parking space at the grocery store? Never. I like it. 
Straight to the point. No, no explanation needed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good. Okay. Next question uh, comes from Bryce, and he wants to know what's your favorite beer and why. Ooh, great question. Also, a toughie. Um, I would have to go with the Shoots Fresh Squeeze IPA from Humboldt County. Um, I discovered this beer living in San Francisco. And it's just not too fruity, but a great IPA that also gets you drunk after three or four beers. Okay. A little California shout out there. That might play to some of the league members here. Definitely for Bryce. Uh, the next question also comes from Aaron. Uh, I know it's unfair that she gets to ask two questions, but uh, that's just the way it is. This one is is a much more serious question, though. So Aaron wants to know... If you're one inch inside your mother and your father is one inch inside of you, which way do you move? Mm, that's a good, uh, good question. <laughs> Bruh. Um, I don't move at all. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you're just it's, it's just pure ecstasy. So you just, you know, hang I'm out just, right where you are. I'm, I'm so confused at that point. I'm not moving. <laughs> All right. Aaron and I had a long philosophical talk about this the first night. And like, she has a de- definite plan and I have an opposite definite, definite plan. And no one so far has answered it with like a definite plan. So, okay. <laughs> kind of disappointed. Well, sa- I think I save- have more questions than answers. Yeah. Save your, uh, your definite plans for when we do our reaction show, Greg, and we'll have sure. you and Aaron both kind of talk through uh, your strategy on that one. Uh, but moving on to your question, Greg, do you remember it off the top of your head? Do you want to ask it or do you want me to read it? You can ask it. All right. So Greg wants to know, uh, or I guess Greg is more demanding. He says, pick two of the following shows, friends, the office, Seinfeld, how I met your mother and the new girl. Ooh, great question. Hands down, Seinfeld is first. Okay. And that's a toughie between uh, The Office or How I Met Your Mother. Um, I'm going to go with The Office because How I Met Sappy the last couple seasons. Uh, okay, you, I think you broke out right at the end there, but you went with Seinfeld and The Office or How I Met Your Mother? The Office. Okay. And one of them was bad at the end. What were you saying at the end there? Uh, I was saying it would be how I met your mother, but it got a little sappy towards the end. Okay. It wasn't as funny. Gotcha. Uh, so the office in Seinfeld. Greg, any any reaction at all? I just I just think there's not enough people in the world have seen New Girl, and I feel bad oh, about wow. that. Really tipping your hand with that comment. It, no, I mean, I love I, I love Schmidt. Schmidt's hilarious, especially when they go to the fat Schmidt segments. For sure. But they typecast that girl. She just plays the same role. It's boring. Oh, yeah. um, except in Elf. Because she oh, has blonde so hair. Yeah, it's her only hot time I find Yeah, but she still elf. plays the quiet, nerdy girl. She still plays the same role. Yeah, but she, she sings really hot. good in the shower. Yeah. Hey, sure. that's pretty good. Uh, okay. So also, Dirk, if you didn't know this, the name of this fantasy league is Keith wanted a league, uh, cause I have a brother named Keith and he wanted a fantasy league. So that was the reason we started this. 
Uh, but we are so fortunate that we have two managers named Keith in this league. Um, and so to sort that out, uh, based on their fantasy performance, we titled them Keith Jr. and Keith Sr. Lovely. So the next question is coming from the better fantasy Keith. So Keith Sr. Who I just <laughs> beat. Who I just beat this week. Who Greg just <laughs> upset. Uh, big time upset. But uh, his question is, in the movie E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Elliot laid out a trail of peanut butter and chocolate hard-shelled candy in order to lure E.T. inside his house. Please name that candy. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know that answer. I, I would imagine Reese's. Okay. I'm not a big E.T. fan. No. Now, Aaron, it gives Aaron the creeps too. Like as a kid, she has like traumatic experience from watching PT. Are you like kind of taking on that experience as your own, and now you're anti ET? You're like inheriting her. Aaron, complete, please tell us why you're afraid of ET. Um, when I was six years old, my nana bought VHS edition and the men in the spacesuit scared me when they walked in through those tunnels and that's it. Okay, so it was just the men in the spacesuits. Say hi to Dirk. Hi hi Dirk. Hi Aaron. Uh Dirk already had to answer your question. I don't know if you were around for it. No, she's good. We're just leaving spin class because we're we're a fit club couple. Yeah, you guys love to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. The next question comes from Clinton or Curtis, uh, at, which is his real name. Um, if you were a manager in this league, would you use collusion to sabotage it? Would I use collusion to sabotage? Yes. Of course not. <laughs> okay. Okay, the next question comes from Keith Jr., so the worst fantasy Keith who couldn't be here with us, he's usually the, the co-host of the show, but um, he wants to know how many fantasy teams you currently manage. I currently manage one team right now. It's usually two, though. Okay. Can you tell us the team name? Nick Foley and Dynamite. Ooh. Wow. Okay, but so a couple follow-up questions. Uh, do you roster Nick Foles on this team? Oh, good question. Of course, he's on my bench. Okay. Big so Dick Nick all the way. Nick Folds, because his dick is so long. Um, big Dick energy right there. So you said usually two, currently one. Are you planning to go back to two? Or do you kind of have a void to fill? I have a void to fill. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us to our last question, which comes from Mark, uh, Mark the Fantasy Wizard. And he wants to know, what is your favorite football movie? Ooh. Favorite vo- football movie. Great question. Can I, can I do two? It's a tie. Yeah, you, you can. I'll allow it. All right. It obviously, remember the Titans. Classic. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Um, and then, since I'm a Philly boy, it has to be Invincible. Vince Papali. Let's go. Wow. wow. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I will say I have never seen Invincible. I don't think I ever finished it. I definitely saw like the the bar scenes and the workout scenes and the dick for meal, but it's like after that, I don't I don't I don't even know how it ends. <laughs> you were just like scrubbing through it. You were like fast forwarding to bar scenes and workout scenes. Yeah, that girl's <laughs> hot. I don't know who the girl is, but she's hot in that movie. Is it uh the chick from uh New Girl? No. Nah. What's her name? The the Indian looking one? No, the the chick from New Girl, uh, Zanil. What is her name? Zoe Deschanel. Yes, I was close with Zanil. Uh, but Dirk, I know that you are a uh, you are an important busy man. Um, those are all the questions that we had for you. Do you have any questions for the league or anything else that you wanted to say on your own behalf? Um. I appreciate you guys taking the time to interview me mm-hmm. and the prospect of joining sounds like a fairly serious league, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, one question I did have. Okay. Is it PPR follow up to that? If so, how is, how are the points? How's the point system set up? Half point, full point, that sort of yes, thing. Yes. It is a half point PPR league. Perfect. Love we that. have, we have two quarterbacks and no defense, no kicker. Ooh, two quarterbacks. Yeah, so it's a it's a relatively non-standard league. Uh, we have no defense, no kickers, and we have uh, two standard flex positions and then a super flex, which is typically filled with a quarterback. Uh, but that's the current construction. I think if we add more managers so that there's more than eight, we'll probably lose that super flex roster spot. So if we go up to 10 managers it would likely and this will have to go to league vote but likely we would go back to a single quarterback league at that point we also have two keys and we have two keys and if you're willing to change your name to keith that's going to help a lot because we're always looking for more keiths we also have one uh, one girl and no cup (laughs) that's right we do have one, one girl and no cup so okay uh, well, Dirk, thank you for coming on, and uh, best of luck to you. I appreciate that, Chef. Great hearing your voice again. Yeah. Boys, you too. best of luck with your decision. I'm All sure right. you make an acceptable one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, Billy Dirk. See you, Dirk. Cheers, boys. That's it. That's really it. Um. Next week, I'd like to bring a few topics to the table. Okay. Um, flying, flying etiquette, um, and problems with flying, or or things that that like comforts of flying. Things flying, that you like to do flying that, etiquette. You're talking about airplanes. Or you're just talking about like if you're yeah, a tandem airplanes. skydiving instructor, don't no. unhook yourself and commit suicide while the student is still attached to the parachute. No. So yeah. Um, a lot of just the etiquette of travel of the airport. It's a good topic. And I'd like to hear some other people's opinion on this. Yeah. Um, Cause I've been on two flights in two weeks and both were just disasters. Um, but we can get that to another topic. Um, yeah. If you have so. specific, um, like specific 
items of etiquette that you want to address, just send those to me. Oh, I could speak to it at length. <laughs> so are these problems that you had, Greg, or are these Aaron's grievances? I don't know if we have enough time for another Aaron's grievances segment. <laughs> so No, definitely um, a combination. I just think a lot of them are funny. Aaron gets really hostile, either on planes or near the planes. Yeah. Um, on the planes, uh, in the in the terminal. Yeah, no, we'll definitely do it. Uh, I don't think anybody likes flying, but I know that Keith Jr. is also, I'm sure he has some some strong opinions on on flying as a means of travel. So, Sure. I'd also like to do um, some type of ranking of older video games, mm-hmm. not wrestling related. Okay, like, okay. N64 maybe games that people enjoyed. Yeah. Did you ever dabble with the Sega Dreamcast? I did not ever have a Dreamcast, so we had a Sega. Uh, we had a Nintendo, regular Nintendo. I don't know if if you're partial to it being limited to old video games, but I know that relatively recently uh, Keith Jr. did a like best video games of all time ranking that was limited to like every person that he asked. I think you had to pick 10 or something. Sure. Uh, so he's probably got more on that too. Hopefully no more uh, tummy aches there Ow. for Keith Jr. But cool. Cool. Have a nice life, man. Yeah, man. You too. <laughs>